Earlier this week, I met with two members of the cleaning staff at the Cohallen Court Complex in Suffolk County. Cleaning courts is always hard, they said. People angry at a judge's decision might try to rip down the partition in a bathroom, or they might flood the sink. Then this happened recently. For some real reason, one of the prisoners that came in and the, the, the sheriff came down, he was like, Al, I'm sorry, but we need a cleaner. And I went with my cleaners, thank God. And this person had defecated on the floor and we had to go clean it. That's Anna Santiago Acurek, a project manager for the corporate source who's had a long career in the industry. Her team of just under 20 cleans half a million square feet in the court complex, which is home to Supreme, Family, and District Court. Now, the work includes repeated disinfecting to fight coronavirus. Courts in New York are much less busy than normal, and there's a lot of video conferencing. But some places still see foot traffic for essential business, so they have to be cleaned. It takes about a good 45 minutes because you got to let the spray sit on each surface for 15 to 20 for 15 to 10 minutes, or to wipe it down. So it's, it's about between 45, maybe a little more. That's Matt, a 36-year-old janitor from Islip who walked us through some of the parts of the court he cleans. That nonprofit he works for, The Corporate Source, is a member agency of New York State Industries for the Disabled, which promotes employment for individuals with disabilities. The cleaning is difficult work, and workers are putting in overtime to do the disinfecting. They come in, they're supposed to... Um, they're supposed to spray all surfaces, uh, doors, handles. I told um, for the elevators and the pull uh, buttons of the elevators. I tell them to spray it on the on the paper. Hmm. Um, we don't use rags because the minute that they finish wiping stuff down, we throw the, the paper away. Wow. Okay. So basically, they spray the surfaces. We wait ten to fifteen minutes, then they wipe it off. They have to hit benches, chairs, banisters, desks, edges. Wherever you know a person is going to touch, make sure you wipe those right. edges down. So the tops of the chairs, you know, the tables are, are very important. These areas here, we uh, spray down the benches yeah. just to make sure. And then, you know, We walked into a judge's chambers and the amount of surfaces was almost dizzying. These are the uh, chambers. So this would be like the secretary area. This would be like where they would have lunch and stuff. Uh, and you have to disinfect all of this, mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Especially if the secretary's here, I gotta make sure her area. Mm-hmm. I do it part too, but when they're here, you have to do it as well. Sure. Especially the judges. And mm-hmm. this one doesn't get used because they don't come in. But I do keep it clean in there in case they do. This is all the easy part. Then there's the sections where people are more regularly gathering, like family court. In family, it's, it's very busy because um, people have to be out of protections and things like that, so there's a time, you know, the time period is more. And so you still have to clean everything, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Everything. And basically you have to kind of hit everything, right? Because you don't know where... You don't know where the person's been. I'm Mark Chisano, and this is episode 24 of Life Under Coronavirus, Newsday Opinion's oral history of the pandemic. One of the most important stories of this period, and our road to recovery, is the cleaners. Across New York, it's relatively low-paid work. Prevailing wage for the cleaners at this court complex is $13 an hour. That's minimum wage, though the workers here get overtime and benefits. In cleaning jobs around the state, many of the people you'll find doing the work are immigrants, 
with or without legal authorization to be here. The work that's being done is crucial. As of Tuesday, 178 court employees statewide have reported coronavirus cases, and four have died, three judges and a court assistant. In the Kohalen complex specifically, at least 15 people who have cycled through the complex have tested positive. Those positives are listed on a website operated by the state court system, where the listing is followed by the repeated bureaucratic notice. Cleaning protocols are being fully followed at the courthouse. The cleaners are Anna's team, people like Matt. Matt tries to have a positive attitude. For me, it's more of a, a routine. I don't sweat about it. I just do like it's the back of my own hand. I know what I have to do. I know where I have to go. But Anna says the cleaners have been under stress. In March, they were a little more stressed. Yeah. But now it's they've gotten into that routine where, okay, we, we have to do this. They're going to get stressed again when the courts are fully open at 100% because now they're working around people. Right. You know, right now they're not working around too many people. Yeah. It's much harder to do the cleaning when people are moving around, they said. You have to social distance and keep an eye on where people are moving. Matt says his favorite part of the building right now is Supreme Court because it's a little quieter. The lobby, on the other hand. It's kind of constant moving around and nowhere people coming and going and from all directions. Matt and Anna were wearing masks while they walked me around, which is why it might be a little hard to hear them sometimes. And Matt said the mask can be uncomfortable, especially when you get sweaty. And the way it pulls on the ears can hurt your head. So you push tension onto like your, the skull of your head and you get like a headache from it. But the masks and general safety precautions have been helping so far, it seems. I've always told my guys, listen, if, if, if the place is too busy, go to the other side of the building, focus on that side. We'll come back. Um, if they need us, you know, if a court officer tells us, Anna, we need a disinfectant, we, we come in, you know, prepared, we go clean, and then we leave. I try personally to keep my guys, you know, in an area where it's not too busy. None of the cleaners had gotten sick as of Tuesday. As we walked around the complex, members of the public wandered in and out or waited, most of them masked, mostly not paying attention to the cleaners who are hitting the space again and again to keep anything you might touch virus-free. Sometimes, though, Matt says they do notice. And I hear a lot of comments from people, people, you know, saying, great job, great job. Huh. You know, some people salute us, uh, some people might say, oh, you're a hero. They salute you, really? Yeah, I had this, um, an army guy. The army guy saluted him. He said that people notice their work more now. It's a little more obvious. Earlier, Anna added a little bit about the stakes. If we get sick, who's going to clean this place? <laughs> you know? Thanks for listening to Life Under Coronavirus. If you know of someone we should be covering, or if you want to share your own experience about coronavirus in New York, leave us a voicemail with your name and phone number at 631-213-1543. That's 631-213-1543. We may use your message as the basis for a future episode. Once again, I'm Mark Chisano from Newsday Opinion. Amanda Facina is our producer. Stay healthy. See you next time.